Hello again, everybody, and welcome back to The Accelerator with Michael Conniff. That's me. I'll be your host today on a podcast devoted to founders, entrepreneurs, startups, and also angels, VCs, family offices, and investment firms that follow them closely. Um, we are on all the major podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, um, Audible, and so on. Also on Spotify and YouTube in video and audio, as you can see if you're watching on one of those platforms. Uh, make sure to rank us, rate us, subscribe to us, share us. Um, we love that. We've got thousands of people um, looking at the podcast now, so it'd be great to have you um, on board. Um, today, we are joined by a couple of friends from Mexico, Sofia Benedicto and uh, Jorge Gonzalez. Welcome, guys. Good to have you. Welcome, you both. Thank you. Good and, to be uh, here. Jorge is a co-founder and CEO of Nota Lab, which is a podcasting company in Mexico. And Sophia is creative director of Nota Lab. And uh, Sophia and I have had many conversations. This is the first time I've, uh, I've spoken with Jorge. So Jorge, tell me if you can uh, describe the business and sort of um, um, what you're trying to accomplish with this uh, company. Okay. So um, Nota Lab was born out of um, a vision to help creators and and you know just people in general profit and and make a living out of their their passion and we find that that podcasts is, is a medium that is very welcoming and and has a low barrier of entry so it really you know gives us the ability for 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 all of us to be creators and and for all of us to sort of um make content in, in that that is uh, approachable that that people can can make with their own hands and and also uh, that can be you know very um, elaborated and, and can also become you know this this uh, piece of art as well so it has a lot of potential podcast um, is art I love it that's great because actually this is a podcast so you're talking about us right Sophia, we've talked a number of times, and I know that um, you're a good person to explain the podcasting industry in Mexico in particular, and also from a global perspective. What What's going on? Yeah, so thank you for having us here in the Accelerator, Michael. Um, so there's uh, 200 million content creators in the world, and this industry is worth... Um, more than 100 billion dollars right so uh in terms of podcasting there are more than 4 million podcasts out there and um this industry is now worth uh up to 13 billion dollars but there's one problem uh one only one percent of the, all of this content actually monetize right and uh an average a content creator spends almost six times uh so, sorry six months and a half like working non-stop to make a living out of their passion which is in this case podcasting or digital audio until they make uh their first um campaign or they make their their, their first sponsorship and that is if they're is enough mojo and enough motivation for them to keep going, right? And um, 
in Mexico and in Latin America, the industry is growing. Uh, it's growing a, a little bit slower than it is growing in the United States on, or, or in other countries, for example, Spain. Um, but there is not a platform that can make and can get, give and provide uh, with tools uh, to podcast creators for them to make a match with brands and be able to monetize themselves, uh, their content. So that's what we, we're doing in NotaLab. We're building a platform uh, to empower these creators and give them tools to uh, professionalize their content to make it like a go to the next level and be able to uh, to match with brands, uh, big, medium, uh, or small, and to make a, lit uh, a living out of their content. So tell me what the tools are that you provide them with. Yeah, so we're providing them uh, with um, content creation tools with our platform uh, from the pre-production to the creation of a content uh, of a concept uh, to post-production and then the most uh, important and attractive part of 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 this like uh, toolkit is to give them ways to monetize themselves. So, for example, um, here in Mexico and Latin America, the cross promotion uh, strategy is still like uh, getting to know itself. And the pod swaps are uh, starting to be uh, like a common strategy on podcast growing. So we're we're on a constant lookout to uh, introduce podcasters to each other and to make them grow their audiences, to make uh, like a matchmaking between them and also between the brands. Mm. So uh, we're looking to. Uh, for example, uh, if there's a podcaster that has a lot of uh, audiences with um, and their main topic is, um, I don't know, uh, fruit, then we'll give uh, a, and then we'll provide uh, and we'll look for brands that want to um, that want to advertise on on those types of content and uh, we'll make the perfect match for them. And Jorge, as uh, as CEO, what is your business model? How do you make money? Well, basically, in in, in the podcast industry, um, you know, there's there's a few ways to monetize content, and there's also the let's say uh, the costs of making the podcast, right? So. Um, We've sort of explored in different ways how to monetize. We've gone into, you know, merchandise. We've gone into uh, Patreon or, or, or things like that, right? In, in trying to uh, see the best ways in, in which we can, you know, um, make a profit out of podcasting. And, and we've realized that for Latin America, for Mexico, and, and perhaps even for, for all, of, you know, Spanish-speaking countries, um, it's difficult uh, to make the, the audience itself support you, right? Um, I don't know, I think it's a cultural thing. I think um, when they do get that support, it usually comes from people um, you know, that maybe went to, to live 
uh, in the US and they're making more money now and then now they, they want to give back. But, but usually the, the people in Latin America um, are very, you know, let's say conscious about spending, right? And, and, and we don't even want to have like all of the streaming services at once, right? We want to, uh, we want to pick a few, we don't want to spend too much on, on things. So, so I think for that reason, um, we sort of naturally um, found advertising as, as the best way because we, we found so just, results. Just so, you're, 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 so we're clear, forgive me for interrupting, but you're saying um, subscriptions don't really work in Mexico and, and Latin America because for whatever reason, people are different. They look at it differently. In the U.S., we're, we're, we have subscription fatigue now, but it's a relatively recent thing. Um, because people, when the streaming services started on video, you know, people were signing up like crazy uh, for all the shows. Now they're like, like, yeah, when was the last time I really looked at Hulu? And they're not, you know, pulling back. But um, uh, so you're saying advertising is, uh, is a better avenue. Why is that? What is it about advertising that's appealing? I think I, what makes advertising appealing, uh, I would say, is that in Mexico, we have big companies with big budgets that, that you know, um, use advertising and have been using it for a long time. So there's already, uh, let's say, um, a big industry in that, right? The, the advertising industry by itself is, is really big. But at the moment, only 1% of, you know, the total budget of advertising is going into into podcasting so it's a very new space it's a very fresh space so the so the potential for growth is enormous there and and so um i i think you you and sophia have discussed this a few times over your your chats but um you know when it comes to podcasting that's something that you can do for free right so um Many or, people or do it for free, not, right? Not, not totally for free, but close, very low cost. Very, very low cost, exactly. Yeah. Very low cost. And, and so um, when we're, we're trying to see, like, how would we monetize and finding a business model, uh, for us, I think charging people, let's say, like, hey, have a subscription to host here your podcast, and then you can, you can be here and you can get advertising opportunities we found that that people are very, you know, um, they don't want to to spend that money. They don't even want to have a, a subscription that's gonna give them money because they don't want the upfront cost and they don't want the, the fixed cost. They want to do it as close to free as possible. So we've, we've realized that the best way to do this is by bringing value to the creators and giving this value well, not for free, but let's say that we're gonna we're gonna take a commission um, from from the from the brand that's advertising, and and we're gonna help that that creator get more um, let's say monetizing opportunities. But we're not gonna charge the creator because I think creators are already you know on, on low budgets. And, and we've also seen this when we've done production services for creators, like um, they, they run out of money and then they cannot keep with their podcast. So they had this very professional product, but then they were expecting results in six months up to a year and, and they were spending a lot of money into it. And then they, they sort of 
um, they lose motivation when they cannot, you know, monetize after a year. And, and, and so I think we have to give creators the, the best chances. And, and so I think we don't have to uh, sort of look at them in terms of let, let's charge these people. I, I think we have to look at the big brands and, and also the, the big media companies and, and either, um, you know, sell them advertising or sell them on branded content, which also um, helps helps these companies communicate in a more human way and, and use this as a marketing strategy for their company. So, so I think, I think like the, the B2B market in, in podcasting is where it's at in Mexico, uh, at least, and, and, and maybe also all of, all of Latin. And Sophia, you are creative director. So tell us if you can, what are the podcasts that seem to be working best on your platform, Nodalab? I think um, in terms of categories, uh, the most attractive podcasts for brands are uh, obviously wellness and health, uh, sports. Why, why, why wellness and health? I don't, I don't know that that's obvious. Why, what, what, what is it about those that work the best? Well, wellness and health are uh, is like a very big and very popular category uh, worldwide, right? Everyone wants to get better physically, mentally. Um, with uh, we have a lot of stress, a lot, a lot of anxiety, like worldwide. I mean, that is, uh, I think, uh, something that we are all struggling. And um, in terms of uh, maybe. Uh, lacking of money or lacking of a job or the if you live in a city then you are uh, at a very very uh, fast uh, pace and you want to slow down maybe a, a little bit and um, that um, I think that necessity of getting well and getting better as a human uh, uh, find a, you can find it in the in in that category and the, on the podcast industry, and then also uh, I think comedy comedy podcasts and sports podcasts are like really attractive to uh, to brands, and I think I think those three categories and also fiction of course, uh, but uh, in terms of uh, for content creators and and for brands, I think um, I think the, these three categories are like the most attractive because they have a lot of engagement with their audience. They uh, feel their their audience feel like very connected to the hosts. So mm -hmm. the host read ads are more effective in terms of uh, conversion rates, in terms of uh, making an impact on the consumers and. Um, yeah, I think these uh, three are like the most attractive um, in, um, yeah, in in the region. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, what has been? Um, so, you're basically going to an advertiser model 
Um, what's uh, Jorge? What is the pitch to advertisers when you go in and you're trying to sell a podcast in Mexico? Okay, so is it, is it, uh, is it audience? Yeah. Is it reach? Is it uh, I, yeah. branding? What's what? Why why should they do it? I, I think you know there, there's a lot of factors that come into play. I think um, for one is like. Um, for example, let, let's consider radio, right? Which is also a form of audio advertising. Radio usually, it, it's let's say it's within a region, right? That you're gonna put this advertising, and, and, and you're gonna target uh, a certain audience that listens to that station, and based on on a region. But that that's about it, right? And, and you're gonna have sort of a calculation of, of how many listeners you have and how many impressions you get. But right. you're not but gonna get. I think what yeah. you're saying is there's no targeting. They can't really target anybody. What, yeah, what I'm saying is that the no. data that you get is not as precise. Like you can't target as much as you can with with podcasts because podcasting is all about the the niche audiences, right? So you can. You can know uh, a lot about your audience, about their interests, and and that that is something that that makes it very uh, work very well with with some brands, especially the I, I think the podcasting audience is a more affluent audience, right? So if you're a luxury brand or you know a brand that's uh, let's go back into the wellness space, right? Like uh, people that care about organic products that you know the, that there's uh, no or vegan products or you know that they are let's say fair trade or, or something like that like not everybody's going to be able to buy those kind of products but if you're going to a podcast you're going to target the, those audiences and you're going to be able to to speak to them directly in a very intimate way so that that's what i would say to to advertisers that you're going to get much more like precise data and and you're gonna be able to get to your target, right? You're 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 gonna have better conversion because of that. And also, you know, the, there's the thing about podcasting that that is for for advertisers right right now. It's it's equal to innovation, right? So if they want to innovate and they want to keep up with what's coming, I think they they have to come into this space, right? Like right now, we have the early adopters. And the, those are the, the kinds of companies that we're working with. And, and some of them are, 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 seeing, uh, are seeing results and, and are also excited about, you know, trying a different medium and, and going to a space where they don't know how it works yet. And, and they find less competition, right, mm -hmm. than in other spaces. Um, so I think it's a great opportunity and and it's gonna become mainstream eventually but mm -hmm. right now we're starting to see we're starting to see more and more advertising in podcasts in in, in mexico so i think w the ball is already rolling right yeah and sophia um i think we can safely say that a lot of the success of podcasts has to do with the hosts so um particularly if there's more than one host, then it's the chemistry of the hosts. It's sort of the feeling you get from the hosts. You end up, uh, I, I listen to podcasts as much as anybody I know. And invariably, um, it's, you feel some kinship with the host. 
So who are you? Who are your most popular hosts on the Nota Lab platform, and what is it about them that makes them popular? Okay, so uh, in terms of our original shows, I think uh, Maria Andrea Araujo is one of uh, our most popular hosts. Um, Maria Andrea is a non-binary person. She's a vegan. Uh, she cares a lot about animals, and she it's like one of her main values is like respect. Uh, anything anywhere anyone that's around you I'm and actually, also i'm actually going to ask you to hold your mic up again i think that it's um, that noise okay. is because the mic is being hit yeah there we go try that yeah okay so, so that's in the health and wellness space that's in the health and wellness space and then we have we also have uh in the like in an interview perspective with an in, in an interview category we have uh, Juan Colucho, that's a Mexican, uh, sorry, an Argentinian actor that is uh, a very curious person and a very uh, cold person that wants to keep uh, learning from other people and doesn't want like the necessarily like have the shine of, of, of his podcasts. Um, he barely says uh, a couple of questions and then the interviewer uh, almost has uh, the complete space for them to tell the stories uh, they want to share with people and then connect with their audience, right? And um, we, have, uh, we also have a video podcast uh, that's on Spotify. That's a comedy podcast mixed with impro games. Uh, that's called Echale Cabeza. And uh, it's um, it's a podcast with three three guys, uh, three comedians that all are also uh, a very sports fanatics. Uh, some of them are poker players and uh, and also actors. So that's uh, quite an interesting mix of how things develop in the conversation. And I think that's super important. Uh, uh, what were you saying about the host? I think it's super important because uh, it doesn't ha necessarily has to be a super famous person if they don't connect with people uh, through the medium that is audio. It's gonna be very hard for the project to rise up, right? So uh, we've I don't know if in the U.S. have you have seen this, but here in Mexico we have seen big companies making like huge deals with very famous influencers and then shuts uh, some of the projects down because they don't have the the projected audiences that were uh, uh, initially put in, on the table. So uh, I think for me, you have to be uh, very unique and you have to know the medium and know how to take advantage of it. Uh, and And then the fame and success in the podcast industry will come naturally. How do you take advantage of the medium? Sorry? How do you take advantage of the medium? How does one do that? And remember to grab your mic, uh, Sophia. Yeah. I think, um, I think you have to, I, I mean, it's okay if you do this uh, initially as a DIY project, but eventually in the podcast industry, uh, 
even if you have like a low cost uh, mic as I am holding mine right now, <laughs> is the you have to prepare your content, you have to practice your uh, vocals, you have to practice your dictation, you have to practice in front of the mic how you speak to people uh, and also listen to yourself. I think it's a quite uh, a, a quite good practice. I got that advice in radio is that and it's sort of, you know, you're kind of reluctant to listen to yourself. But if you don't listen to yourself, you don't know what's working and what's not working. So yeah, totally. Yeah. Now, Jorge, yeah. we've got a few minutes left. Let me ask you, what is the future of podcasting? And what is the future of podcasting for Nota Lab in Mexico? Well, I would say um, podcasting is coming now and a bit of a, uh, let's say a transition phase where let's say we, we had this boom period from 2014, let's say to 2022, where the, the, the industry just kept growing and during the, the pandemic, it exploded, right? So it, at some point, everybody was doing a podcast and, and, um, even, even, you know, even me, it, it, yeah, even, even <laughs> I have two of them now. So yes. Yeah. So, so the, the, those were obviously very good times for us, for, for all of us. And then at the end of 2021, we saw sort of a seismic shift in terms of, okay, um, suddenly there was this idea to turn podcasting into sort of, uh, let's say like Hollywood, right? Mm -hmm. Like let, let's turn the podcast industry, something that resembles more like Hollywood and, so that and would all be, that. That would be a star driven uh, kind of uh, model, right? Exactly. And big budgets and, and just throwing a lot of money into podcasting. And so that made people excited and want, you know, to go into the space. But then suddenly we, we found that, that, you know, that that strategy was a bit of a, let's say it was overdone, I, I would say. And, and so the companies then, the big companies uh, then started to back off, right? And, and they sort of became more conservative in terms of their, their strategies. And so right now, 2022 was uh, a year in which a lot of companies shut down, uh, big layoffs in, you know, tech companies, but in also like media companies and podcasting companies, uh, studios closed, a lot of projects were canceled and, and, and so right now, I think we're sort of um, in, in, in that stage where we're sort of trying to find a way again back into, into that growth um, stage, but maybe try to give it some time, right? So I, I think podcasting needs time. You cannot force it. You cannot just spend a lot of money and invest a lot of money into it and expect it to give you results in, in two to three years. I think you need to go and, and think long-term. So I think this is a long-term game. We're very early and, I, and especially in, in, in Mexico and Latin America, we're very early yeah. and, and, uh, and the audiences have yet to mature. So I would say this, this is a, it's a very bright future, but you have to think about it in terms of five years, 10 years. You, you, you cannot just start your podcast and think you're going to make it in, in one year. Like the biggest podcasters, even right now, 
they've been doing it for at least five years, all of them, or, or most of them. Yeah, it's yeah. very hard to push uh, a podcast. I yeah. listen pretty religiously to the podcast from a company called The Ringer. Uh, it was started by a guy named Bill Simmons. You may have heard of him. He's a uh, sports um, yeah. celebrity in the U.S., but as a fan, he's like the number one fan. And um, I have been listening to him. I think it's like 13, 12 or 13 years. He's had a podcast that long. They call him the pod father because he started so early. And not only that, but his podcasts on the ringers, they all started early too. And so those, and those are still the ones that I listen to. I, I try to listen to new ones, but um, there's only so much time in the day and, and, and uh, media consumption is a matter of habit usually. So I end up, um, I end up, listening to the same people I listened to 10 years ago, which is kind of, kind of interesting. Um, I want to remind everyone you're listening to the Accelerator podcast with Michael Conniff. That's me. I'm your host. Um, and I want to remind you to um, watch the podcast, of course, or listen to it, but also to give us a review ratings on Apple, Amazon, Audible, and many other platforms, including Spotify and YouTube. Um, also want to tell you to check out my website at Michael Conniff, C-O-N-N-I-F-F.com. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. A good place to follow me is on LinkedIn. I'm pretty active there as well. I uh, want to thank you for, for listening and also want to thank our guest, Jorge Gonzalez. He's the CEO and co-founder of Notalab. And uh, Sophia Benedicto, I think I can call you a friend, Sophia. We've talked a lot. Um, she's creative director um, at Noda Lab, and uh, they are both trying to um, be pioneers in podcasting in Mexico and Latin America. So thank you so much for being with us. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. Thank you for having us. And um, I want to thank all of you out there for watching. And remember, we'll be back with another podcast before you know it.